0: Hello boys and ghouls, for our very first episode we took a look at 1985's Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. I don't know if future episodes will focus entirely on just one movie the way this one does, but Freddy's Revenge gave us plenty to talk about, from its good and creepy special effects, to its 1980s aesthetics, to how it was as unintentionally homoerotic as Top Gun. So if you like what you hear, please follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to us on iTunes. The master plan is to have a new episode available on the 13th of every month, where we talk about horror movies and all things spooky. And now, episode one of Boys and Ghouls. You want to see something really scary? They come from the bowels of hell, a transformed race of walking dead. zombies
1: exploding heads. Psychos, fanatics, murderers, nutcases. Now, do we all agree that what we are dealing with is vampire? I
0: know
1: that one of you is a werewolf. Ain't nothing but dead folks. I want to kill the undead. you Satan ever talked to a good. corpse? Satan is our pal. It's
0: boring. Throw the third switch. Look, the third switch. Give my creation. Oh! We can't fake a candid conversation.
1: Yes, we can. Sure, we can. All right. Um, uh, let's see. Well, what would we, uh, uh, Marshall? Does Freddy Krueger scare you at uh, all? Did he? He ever... has yeah. in his
0: heyday, Uh mostly when he had his own TV show.
1: Go? on Do you go on? Yeah,
0: it was um, it was Freddy's nightmares. I want to call it no way a syndicated show kind of like a twilight zone or is something. this kind
1: of like a like the friday the 13th series like no, that kind of thing where it was no different not movies? that it had
0: nothing to do with with the movie oh freddie would show up and, and be like hey here's this guy let's teach him a lesson and then kind of disappear while their nightmares would teach them a lesson and at the end then freddie would sort of come robert england would come back again and be like see <laughs>
1: What? this is outrageous I love and
0: it. and uh, and his mode of transportation his sort of like night gallery to go from story to story was just this um, it was almost like like, like uh, the, the technology in Monsters Inc there was just this sort of like misty room with all these closet doors oh yeah and so each of those closet doors would lead to a different bedroom and you know a different show
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, so I became afraid of Freddie uh, having access to my closet Oh door
1: my goodness that is terrifying. Side good to know
0: all right let's uh let's kick things off by introducing ourselves i'm uh marshall hicks
1: i'm cat knipe
0: okay and welcome to boys and ghouls
1: Ooh, sounds scary
0: inaugural episode first movie that we've uh decided to cover is
1: a nightmare on elm street 2 Freddy's revenge for those not familiar with the second Freddy movie uh and i don't know why you would be because it's it far and away considered one of the worst, which is why we love it, right?
0: And why we chose it as our first film. Because everyone knows Freddy. Some people have seen part two. Probably most of you haven't.
1: Uh, we watched it so you don't have to.
0: Freddy's Revenge is the only um of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies that attempts possession. And I'm guessing just because it doesn't work out, he never tries it again in any of the movies. Nor does anybody refer to it in any of the movies.
1: No, they don't.
0: He's just like... Let's let's never talk about this again.
1: I don't need to possess anyone. What am I doing? Like, I can just enter their dreams.
0: And someone says, hey, stick to what you know. <laughs> Entering dreams and killing in dreams.
1: I want to meet this mysterious person who's giving Freddy advice. Like, who, who's this sage, you know, grandfather of Freddy Krueger? I'm just saying. Pinhead. Is it Pinhead? Pinhead. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. It would have to be Pinhead. So Jesse, this young man Jesse, moves into the house on Elm
0: Street. You're getting ahead of yourself.
1: Yeah. Because oh, I
0: want to, I want to take people into the darkened theater. It's 1985. You paid no more than 250 to watch this movie. Ugh. You've seen trailers for uh, upcoming films such as I'm just I don't know, Labyrinth and uh, Back to School.
1: Back to School, Rodney Dangerfield.
0: And then the movie starts, and it starts.
1: Well, it opens up actually in a nightmare. This young boy, Jesse, he's, uh, I say young boy, I don't want you to think he's five. He's, you know, 17, whatever. He's in high Presumably. school. He's riding a school bus. He's a, he's a nerdy kid. So, So the other children perceive him. And uh, everything seems normal. It's the end of the day, getting dropped off. Except, oh no, oh no! The driver, the driver just the blows driver to, right by. To the anybody stop. who
0: knew in 1985 was was Robert England. Robert England, outside played. of the, the makeup, which I wonder how many people really recognized him.
1: I bet they didn't
0: because they they only knew him.
1: I mean, we do. I I have no I have no concept of that because I've seen him out of makeup so many times. I suspect in person people once.
0: who saw him on talk shows promoting the first movie, right, would be like, "That's the guy."
1: Yeah. So to the um, to the sharp-eyed watcher, you're noticing, uh-oh, something's not right here. Driver blows by into a into the middle of the desert, sort of.
0: Palmdale, I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, the, the, the closest scrubbiest dead zone desert to Los Angeles is Palmdale. Right.
1: I'm sure that was it. So, uh, yeah, and it takes takes the bus off road and. Uh, None of these kids are getting off this bus.
0: At this point, it's down to Jesse and two girls that were snickering at him. That's right. It gets very dark and the ground opens up. Mm -hmm. And then soon the bus is just on a stalagmite. I believe it's a
1: stalag.
0: Whichever one goes up.
1: Tight. Hangs to the ceiling. Yeah, so it is a stalagmite, I believe. Uh, Just a giant (laughs) landmass. Piece of land.
0: Um, That the bus is just sort of teetering on. Not unlike the ending of the original Italian job. Yeah. Not nope.
1: You've lost me, <laughs> but I believe you.
0: Well, I'm just gonna say that Nightmare on Elm Street 2 picks up where the Italian Job left off. That's
1: a bold statement.
0: The bus driver is no longer the bus driver, but he's Freddy Krueger, ah. and he starts making his way toward the back of the bus slowly with his knife. Love. Uh huh. An important distinction. Yes. Because at some points in this movie, he's just got knives coming out of his his biological fingers. Yeah. Only time they tried that. This
1: movie. Yeah. It was pretty gross.
0: Yeah, it was gross.
1: So, uh, so Jesse wakes up from his nightmare about Freddy in a hot, scary teenager sweat, screaming in his new house. He and his family have just moved, right?
0: Yes. Okay, now I've, I've got written down here, first possibly gay moment.
1: Oh, dear. Lord in heaven.
0: Jay, okay, you want to take the helm on this well, one? Well,
1: you know what? I was thinking about this. First of all, let's just preemptively strike here and say uh, there is nothing wrong with being gay. Everybody involved in this movie now admits it's the most homoerotic piece of film any of them ever worked on. And no one realized it while they were making the film, except for the lead, uh, Robert, Robert Patton, I believe is his name, the, the guy who plays Jesse. He says he knew the whole time. No one else. Sarah Risher. That's because he
0: was the one who had to run around in his underwear naked, and get, like,
1: naked and sweaty. people and...
0: spritzing him. Yeah, so. Like, it's probably someone's job just to spritz him. With so, his sweat.
1: so Jesse wakes up from this nightmare covered in sweat. Which Mark Patton. Mark Patton. There it is. It's Mark Patton. I got Robert Pattinson on the brain. Oh, Twilight. Only kidding. Only kind of. So yeah. No, I, I guess you could. I, I don't know if I'm seeing this moment as homoerotic because I'm filtering it that way because the rest of the movie is so incredibly. Well, here, here's here's a distinction. <laughs> Both of it
0: there was only one dude by himself. Yeah. So that could have been a little treat for the ladies. Oh yeah. So it's up to you, lady. I, and and Did honestly, you like it?
1: Mark Patton is one sexy dude. He's so cute. I can see why they cast him.
0: All right, so, so that moment's being He's downgraded from homoerotic to just yeah. erotic. Yeah. I'm going to
1: say I I'm looking at it going, "Oh my gosh, look how homoerotic that, but I know how I know what the rest of the movie is like, and I went into it watching and looking for that." So, let's just call that you're hot and sweaty from a dream. That has happened to all of us. And, you know, I'm sure plenty of boys wore tidy whities in he did. 1985. That's, that's
0: just uh, an unfortunate circumstance of history because it will be like <laughs> another decade before the boxer brief was invented. Mm-hmm. So he gets up and doesn't do anything but sort of stumbles around in his underwear. Yeah. Cut to, actually, from the dream, it cuts right to his mom slicing tomatoes. Right. As if for a moment we're going to be like, Oh my God, the gore. The,
1: the knife, the knifing has started.
0: And then we're like, oh wait, it's okay. It's just tomatoes.
1: Phew, it was only a dream.
0: He goes down to the breakfast table where you uh, raise the question, did I notice the cereal?
1: I did. Yeah, J- uh, Jesse's little sister's eating um, some cereal called...
0: Fu Man Chews. Yes, they were. Uh, spelled as if uh, you chew- you masticate. That's right. Chewing.
1: Fu Manchu's.
0: I wonder if we were to look closely in the other Nightmare on Elm Street movies, if Fu Manchu's was like a continuing product, like uh, red apple cigarettes for the Tarantino films?
1: That'd be cool. I don't know. I think they just came up with it so the little girl could put on those those talons. Long Fu Manchu Yeah, Yeah, Fu Manchu fingernails that came as a toy. And I wish I'd had that toy in a cereal box.
0: Okay, introduce uh, Lisa.
1: Oh, Lisa uh jesse has a jesse who has uh, this is one just moved
0: to town plot
1: hole he's already got me. a girl who's. he's a already friend. got a, a really cute girl who's a friend and also so why in his dream i mean whatever in his maybe, dream he takes the
0: school bus in his
1: dream he takes the school bus and he's a nerd who nobody likes and in real life lisa shows up and she's like hi jesse i'm pretty and you're cute and let's take your car to school so they do what
0: i didn't take the note What what does he call his car
1: Oh, now I can't remember. He's got a real
0: clunker, and he's like, it's the dinosaur, diesel dinosaur. Something like that. Hey, uh, write to us at uh, Boys and Ghouls (laughs) at Twitter so you can correct me in in under 145 characters.
1: (laughs) So they make their way to school. And And uh, go
0: to gym class.
1: And they go to gym class. This was
0: before co-ed gym, but girls would have gym in proximity to boys. Mm -hmm. So they can look over and say, hey, cute butt.
1: Yep. Which they did, of course. And it was the 80s, so these boys were wearing those short shorts that the ladies wore. The pre-Michael
0: Jordan shorts. That's right. First moment that you really can tell it's an 80s movie.
1: Apart from the hair and the clothing, which... I don't know. So some of the clothes those kids are wearing when they get off the school bus, like the guys are wearing the little tiny Lacoste polos and their short shorts. That's kind of like frat boys from the 2000s for me. So I don't know. Sort of, you can sort of, uh, but definitely the ghetto blaster boom box that kid is carrying in the back of the, back of the, the, back of the bus, the box. that's it. That's gotta be it. Could have been
0: said at any time. And then you see the boom box and the, it like, I pins mean, it squarely. Oh my
1: goodness. Yeah. That's uh that, that's no question.
0: Okay. Now it's gym class. Mm-hmm. where we meet Grady the uh the enemy who becomes a friend character
1: I don't understand their relationship
0: they, be, uh, they uh, become fast friends
1: yeah but are, they're 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 chummy then they're angry with each other it's just it's I don't believe it
0: uh they get to know each other pretty quick they get into a scuffle they do concerning uh the the baseball game that they're taking very seriously mm-hmm. and um who moons who? Because it all happens so fast.
1: Oh no, I think that uh, there's no it's not mooning. Jesse well, gets his mo- pants pulled down. Yeah, that's what he's moon other people. Yeah, but I think when you're mooning somebody, you pull your pants down on purpose. Wait, mooning as a verb? Yeah,
0: to, to, to moon.
1: I've never heard of that before. No, well, it's just pantsing. Pantsing. I picture See, there pantsing you go. as
0: just being pants, but you still have your underwear on. Oh. But to moon someone else is you pants I- them. But the underwear comes, too.
1: Well, I never. Which is I- what happened.
0: I believe one of them mooned the other one in the sense that one of them, in mid-scuffle, pulled down the other one's That's uh, right. pants. That's right, yeah. He was just wearing a jock strap, so you just got, like, young boy butt.
1: Complete bare butt.
0: As they continued to wrestle, so not all in one shot, but, like, they had to, like, stop filming, set oh, up yeah. a new shot, and say, okay, for continuity, pull your pants Keep back your down. Keep your
1: pants down. Sir, yeah, they wanted that butt in the film. So,
0: uh, for the length of their scuffle, as they're rolling around on the ground, the pants remain down.
1: Yeah, I wonder if he had a sunburn after that day, or if they just liberally applied sunscreen. It
0: was probably someone's job. Yeah. To like whoever the the sweat spritzer was. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing today? What's on the call sheet? Uh, sunscreen butt.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but then I guess they take a shower.
1: They hit the shower. They hit the
0: showers, and then afterwards. They're like, "Hey, let's be friends."
1: Mm-hmm. All right, we're buddies now. Now that we've cool. uh,
0: now that we've done that.
1: Yeah, that's how uh, boys are friends. That's right. Is that? I mean, I don't know. I was never a young boy. Um Is that how you guys bond?
0: I guess I had trouble making friends because <laughs> I never, uh, I never tried <laughs> never. The, uh, the the peekaboo. Never quite. Let's wrestle. Yeah. Uh, approach. Okay. Oh, they're in the locker room having some yeah. locker room chat. And this is the first time that uh, someone tells uh, Jesse that the house he's living in has a history.
1: That's right. And it's Grady. Grady the, the knows. The history is
0: part one. That's right. Uh, which, according to Grady, is like uh, a girl used to live there and she saw her boyfriend get hacked up across the street.
1: And she went crazy. Her mom locked her in the house and she went crazy. She went crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, later we learned that the mom supposedly killed herself in the living room. That's right. Um, which that didn't happen.
1: That either. did not happen. No. But it happened in the interim. A misnomer.
0: Also, if you watch part three, apparently she didn't go crazy so much as she went to med school. She
1: went to school. She became a psychologist to help so, young people with so dream problems. So maybe here's
0: here's what happened in the grapevine. Someone's <laughs> like, she's working at a mental institution. She's in a mental institution. That's right.
1: Yeah. No, really. At the end of uh, at the end of part one, it's really kind of nebulous what happens to mom because she. Nancy rushes into her mother's bedroom and pulls the sheets off because she's worried, Mother, where are you, Mother? Pulls the sheets off and Mother is, like, already a a skeleton. Like, they're, like, weird, scary, like, strobe lights and she just lowers into the bed, like, and goes away and then the bed is suddenly whole again and there's no mother there. She just disappears. Until that ambiguous dream sequence at the end where everything's fine. fine and they're all lit with, like, fluorescent lights and, you know, everybody's happy and then they get in the car and the car is Freddy and
0: the yeah. car is freddy the you don't see freddy is... again but it's freddy color seems right. to drive on its own that's right all right back to part two yeah final thoughts on that scene when he gets his uh his locker room warning is oh. that uh coming out of uh grady's locker is a acme brand cartoonish giant mirror for him to look at himself in Aww. on an accordion arm what like it's so big that must be the only thing he keeps in his mirror <laughs> And he doesn't just open the locker and look at himself in a mirror in the locker, like yeah. like how you would like magnet right. mirrors in. Yeah. But like the whole locker was just to house this giant mirror.
1: I didn't notice that, but with, you know with he with an extendable arm. It makes sense. I mean. Grady's kind of a pretty boy.
0: Moving on to nightmare number two, uh, he sees Freddy getting something out of the furnace, which is, and then the first time that Freddy talks to him, and he goes, uh, "You've got the body, I've got the brain." I'm
1: gonna uh, two things. One, you asked me what moments, what moment was the scariest for me in this movie, and yeah. and as this movie goes along, it gets so ridiculous that. It's not scary to me. It's funny. But there's a moment in this second dream. It's very brief. Uh, Jesse hears a noise, goes downstairs, opens the door to the basement, looks down the stairs, sees like a red glow, gets a little freaked out, pulls the basement door shut, and something's on the other side of the door pulling at it, and he can't shut the door. He's calling for his dad, and he can't pull the door shut. Something's pulling the door from the other side. That's the scary part. Oh, my goodness. That's really scary. Of course, then he gets the door shut, turns around, runs into Freddy. Where I
0: feel the scarier part happens, which is uh, as he uh, says the word brain, he uh, starts to send his finger knives (sighs) Mm -hmm. over his own scalp, peeling back his scalp and revealing some brain. He sure does. But that's scarier to me because that's like self-mutilation.
1: It's pretty good And I find that pretty it, No, pretty it's scary. it's definitely pretty scary. I said two things. Second thing, that you've got the body, I've got the brains, is a soundbite that exists in the song Nightmare on My Street by Will Smith. The, the song kind of incorporates a brand new narrative about Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff taking two girls out to the movies. I watching Nightmare on Elm Street, right? And yes. then uh, the first movie. But then the story of the song kind of follows the plot of Nightmare 2 because Freddie approaches Will Smith in the song yes. and says, you've got the body and I've got the brains just a little bit of trivia if you didn't know didn't. nightmare on my my street you should really uh, any anyone who's listening to this and has never heard it it's a it's genius just it'll take you on an emotional roller coaster just
0: no video made for it but you can go no. on youtube and watch fan-made videos so
1: many fan-made videos that follow the plot points of the song to a t it's pretty great actually
0: uh nightmare number three we're not really privy to we think we can see the nightmare Because he falls asleep in class, and then a snake is on him. And you're like, oh no, he's dreaming of a snake. Turns out snake's real.
1: Because he's in biology class.
0: It just escaped, and while the teacher was talking about how the colon works. Right. So it keeps going up to poop jokes, and then never actually...
1: Someone makes a fart noise.
0: There's a fart noise. Yeah. That's the payoff.
1: (laughs) And then the teacher accuses him of playing with the snake. Yeah,
0: he's like, stop playing with the snake with your eyes closed.
1: And screaming as yeah. though you're terrified, and then Jesse immediately snaps out of it and makes a funny face at Grady, and everyone's like, laugh, no no like, emotional continuity. Old
0: Jesse Snake Man got a snake on him again. Because
1: let's face it, if you're I'm sorry, we're He's laughing, the new kid. but if you're going through these things actually, you there's no laughy after scary nightmare like that. If you're really having a nightmare about someone like Freddy, and it's that vivid, and you wake up with a snake on you, you're 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 going to the cuckoo house. You're crazy. I'm As crazy. Nancy
0: may or may not have. That's right. To live or work. <laughs> okay, then comes uh probably the best scene in the movie. Jesse wants to go out to visit his girl who's a friend at her pool and his dad doesn't let him because he hasn't unpacked his room Get yet. Get up
1: there. I told you unpack all those boxes. His dad's an asshole. What a what he's, a horrible he's unreasonable. dad. He's so. Mm.
0: Uh so uh why have a bad time unpacking when you could dance?
1: Mhm. Is this ever something... Have you ever, to to accomplish a task in your room, especially as a teenager, that wasn't so pleasant, like cleaning your room or unpacking? I mean, did you ever dance around? I did. Because I know I did.
0: Before you came over, I straightened up. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't dance once.
1: Aw. But what if you had fun, jaunty music on? Uh, Preferably with lots of synthetic or, you know, synthesized... I I could do do a little
0: little 2 Instruments.
1: Yeah? All right. Because um, I've danced around my room plenty of times.
0: I've probably never incorporated shutting a drawer with my butt.
1: <laughs> Maybe if you tried it once, you would like it. So Jesse, Jesse dancing along and then uh, somehow uh, Lisa shows up with you a know. series
0: of funny sunglasses and hats.
1: Oh, that's right. Also yeah.
0: just known as sunglasses and hats. But there was something kooky about him because he was having a lot of fun that's right. putting them on and trying on different ones.
1: Oh, so funny. And then, oh no, mom walks in with friend Lisa.
0: Who who witnesses him at the worst possible moment, yeah. which is he grabs, I had to uh, like rewind and pause to figure out what yeah, it was. Yeah, what was that? It appears to be like an old timey turn of the century wooden stick toy where you would push a plunger oh, and, then a and then it little ball would it like,
1: pops out. would that's, pop out. That's right. So
0: it's even more phallic. Yeah. Than we were led to believe because it was already pretty phallic. That's right. Because he was using it, just sort of holding it at his crotch and then just doing like like thrust, just like, ooh, yeah, yeah, yep. while standing on his bed to the music. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is how I get down when I'm all by myself. That's right. I hope no one walks in with like my mom. <laughs> that will be worst number one. No, worst would be the that girl, girl that I, I like. like. That would be mm-hmm. a tie. Yep. Tie Absolute worst people to come in while I'm, I'm grinding on this thing yeah. is my mom and the new girl.
1: And that's exactly what happens. That's
0: exactly what happens. They and are both quick to forgive.
1: Lisa's unfazed. Mom, mom says, sure, young, thrusting, full of hormones, son of mine, hang out alone in your room with Lisa. And Lisa walks in totally unfazed and uh, proceeds to help Jesse unpack, finds an old, dusty diary.
0: She finds jock itch spray before she finds the diary. She, she, she sure does. And that's like the smoking gun. And she's like, jock itch spray.
1: <laughs> and he's like,
0: what you gonna do?
1: They, for being teenagers, they they're both handle those situations pretty maturely. She's yeah. just like, ha ha, jock itch. She's like, I know, right? Let's read this diary. I mean, it's... In, it's, in any
0: other movie, she'd be like... I've got brothers. Yeah, that's why I'm cool with all of your nonsense, right. And your and your itchy jock. No. Uh, so they go through it, and the, the diary belongs to Nancy.
1: Nancy from Nightmare One.
0: A five year old diary. Whew. Yeah, Blow blown off, off, off the of dust.
1: Of it. It's just ancient.
0: But yeah, the pages practically crumbled in her hands mm-hmm. as she read. Uh, first a passage about how she would watch Johnny Depp across the street.
1: And who wouldn't? Let's with take his this.
0: slim, smooth body. Yeah. And then they're like, ha. Great. Well, what's next? Yeah. And then it's like, his name is Freddy. Oh. And And he he comes comes to
1: me. me Mm.
0: Leading to later he has another dream where uh, now he's found the glove. And Freddie Freddy appears uh, to just go, try it on for size. Ooh. And then. It's tempting. Yeah. And he's like, no, never. Now in school we hear about the upcoming pool party.
1: Oh, Lisa, rich, rich Lisa and her rich parents. We know she's rich because she has a pool. That's right.
0: And uh, and her horny best friend, who should just get together with Grady. Yeah, because no they're kidding. both just round the clock horny.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Is like, will any cute boys be there? Answer. All the cute boys All will be of there. them. So anybody Which is
1: proved later. Please look at the some, footage from the yeah. party. Look at all those those eighties uh, coffs.
0: Uh, Lisa does not invite Uggos. No. Back to the locker room. Because we haven't been in the locker room in a while. No. The coach, a, uh, a stern fellow, yes. o- overhears him saying that the coach has a real stick up his ass. And mm-hmm. he's like, guys, push-ups.
1: That's right.
0: And then they're just stuck doing push-ups. Push-ups till
1: your little arms shake. Yeah. Which they already had to do before once. Yeah, for fighting yeah. and mooning. For fighting and mooning each other.
0: Which is when he reveals it like, hey, that coach... Uh, hangs
1: out in the queer bars or something. The,
0: the SM, uh, S&M S&M,
1: s Yeah. I'm pretty sure the word queer is used. Uh,
0: Coach Schneider. And the, the word queer may have been bandied around. Uh, at
1: some point. I
0: recently had to, to look up uh, the Q in
1: L... LGBTQ? Yeah. You L- could have L- just asked me.
0: Well, you're the one who wrote it down.
1: Oh, And I
0: you're see. like, LGBTQ. It was like, oh, God, what are Q's? Well, they
1: kind of used to um, use the uh, LGBT community. It was just sort of that was the... Um, I thought Anagram? Q might
0: have meant community for nope. a brief second.
1: Nope. The Q, uh, the Q is sort of added on because there are a lot of people who don't want to be labeled as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender. They're so just they queer. They queer? That's right. They've kind of, it's kind of that thing where... We're taking
0: back queer, everybody.
1: Absolutely. It's, it's an appropriation of the word for their purposes is a positive thing. Instead of um, people going, hey, queer.
0: Did they it's, vote and fruit got shot down?
1: I think there was a meeting a, in a, you know, at the weekly meetings. Probably. they like, guys...
0: We're changing our stationery.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: Somebody make sure this domain name isn't taken. <laughs> and then from the back, a tech guy goes, "It's good." <laughs> so yeah, so we, we've established that uh, this coach. Um,
1: we yeah, we've we've gotten hints that he uh, he walks on the other side of life from apparently these kids. What you just know.
0: say? After school uh, is his own time.
1: That's right, and he he uses that time to the best, to the fullest extent.
0: To dress in leather. That's right. So the uh, the first kill is actually a pair of birds. The first death scene is uh, is a pair of birds, which happens because it's too darn hot. So hot! The whole family is sitting around, uh, and Jesse's dad is like, "Damn, it's hot!" And the mom's like, "It is hot!" And the Mm -hmm. sister's like,
1: "It's so hot!" And mom has just covered up their birds for the night.
0: Yeah, put the cover over because it was so hot. Don't put a cover on a bird cage. Come on! It traps in the heat. Yeah. And then the inevitable happens, which is the birds get free, fly around. And And explode.
1: explode. Yeah. So the birds get out of the cage and and start pecking at the dad's face. Yeah, and he's like, what?
0: And then the birds blow up at the same time. They do. And then, and so uh, he blames the son. He's like, you did this.
1: Why does he blame Jesse, by the way? This isn't, I hate this dad. He's such a, oh. It's
0: like, you did it with like a cherry bomb or something.
1: Yeah. You, of course, fed these birds explosives. I mean, what, really? Why is he, what has Jesse done?
0: He didn't unpack his room.
1: Oh God, I forgot.
0: And that's a slippery slope. That's right to juvenile delinquency. That, indeed. Cat, uh, you asked me if, if there are any other movies where birds flip out on their owners. Yeah. Chicken Run.
1: <laughs> I didn't see Chicken Run. Wasn't that? Uh, wait, or did I? Remind me about Chicken Run. It's claymation. Yeah. Chicken Run. I forgot about. Wow. All right.
0: Okay. So, so upcoming nightmare uh, number five. I've I've numbered them, but wow. then it just started getting nebulous, and I may have just lost track of the nightmares. Fair enough. He gets up. He's thirsty. Uh, I think Jesse.
1: Jesse gets J- up. Jesse yeah. gets
0: up. Is this when all his stuff starts melting?
1: It is. He wakes up. Uh, one of his hats, yet not the other, is melting. Did you notice that? He turns over. He sees one of his ball I caps haven't. melting, and then in the next shot, he's looking over at like his lamp or something. The, like I don't. I still couldn't tell. It's this big green thing that looks like a giant dildo. Actually, I don't know what Love it was. Link. It was that. lava lamp it didn't look like it well at any rate in that shot there's another hat hanging on the other side of his bed not melting just saying but yeah see all the things in his room are melting because it's so hot presumably like a boiler room because freddie you know hangs out in those all the time
0: uh while at the kitchen getting a drink of water lightning strikes the dishes lightning kind of avoids him comes through the window yeah a bolt of lightning yep hits the dishes yep that would be the end of my night.
1: Nightmare two, everybody. His <laughs>
0: night continues. I I once saw a bolt of lightning from inside my house. It, it hit the neighbor's tree. Oh. It's like everything went blue. It, it didn't. It wasn't like I saw a fork. It was just everything was blue for like a second.
1: It's really scary.
0: Yeah, but you know what it didn't do? Just hit our dishes. <laughs> it, it stripped the bark off the tree, and later it died. Yeah. Not this lightning.
1: Nope.
0: It's hit the dishes. Dish.
1: It's um. It's a rare form of lightning called dish lightning.
0: This dish lightning drove him to the outdoors. He's now walking through the seedy part of town. Comes right. The seedy
1: part of Springwood, Indiana.
0: Don's Place, Wait, just for, uh, for your 1985 reference, not unlike the, uh, the Blue Oyster Bar from, oh. the, uh, from the Police Academy movies. Ba,
1: ba, da, ba, ba, ba. Oh, God. Dancing, that's, sir. Mostly dancing. Oh, what a great where, That's movie. where men
0: were men. And uh, Don's Place... Is really no different. That's right. So he goes there. He orders a beer. He
1: saunters up to that bar, orders a beer in his pajamas. The, in, his, in his young, supple, baby-faced Jesse, and the bartender just goes crack, hands him a beer, and then Jesse, is just as he's about to bring that cold refreshment to his lips, what? Who should show up?
0: The gym teacher. <gasps> who I believe. At first, it's like, hey, don't be drinking that beer. You're Mm underage. I assume because the very next scene is him running laps.
1: At the school gym at two in the morning or whatever, godly. The coach has the keys. Well, yeah, but why is he going to bring a kid? He's in his leather. He's bringing a kid to the school in the middle of the night. He's like,
0: listen, son, say no to booze. Just to teach you a lesson, you're going to run some laps. That's right. Is the deleted scene because mm-hmm. we just cut from him
1: we're left to assume that that's going what happened. Like,
0: hey buddy to yeah. like run some laps yep. now hit the shower.
1: because that's yeah that's his favorite thing to have these guys do hit the showers
0: now uh jesse's participation in the rest of the scene the scene is showering
1: that's right and and being shocked by things that happen
0: yeah and just taking a long lingering shower yep the nightmare oh, were
1: you looking for more bare ass because you're about to get it
0: well first And this is what makes me think: if it was a nightmare, it was the coach's nightmare. Are they both having the same
1: nightmare? I, you know, are the physical
0: properties of our world being manipulated? This is what's so
1: frustrating to me about this movie. What's happening? Who's asleep? Freddy's supposed to only be able to come through when someone's sleeping and having a nightmare. You know who's
0: asleep? The audience. Hey!
1: Uh Oh, yeah, that. that.
0: So, um, gym equipment starts bursting off the walls.
1: That's right. And, the the and, coach is in his the office. Coach. Yeah, but it's
0: all just like like tennis balls, and you can really—it's not much of a of a threat.
1: No, but it is balls flying in his face, which is another thing that a lot of people who talk about how homoerotic this film is point to. Like literally balls. The pun lovers. Why? Among us. Why would this? Why? Why? Freddie's all about the gore, about the mutilation. Why? Why? Why balls? Because it's it's all these undertones that uh, apparently no one making the film saw at the time.
0: Well. If if they didn't see it then then they didn't see it when the jump rope ropes on their own yep. tie him up drag him from his office into the showers where Jesse is still taking just a, a nice slow shower. That's right. Were you ever made to shower? No. I was once. I
1: never had enough time. We we didn't have enough time between classes. We to made shower. the time. Yeah.
0: I had one teacher that made a shower, and he would like sit outside and like mark on on like our
1: yeah that you had showered
0: that we had showered and um
1: your boys though it's easier for girls like getting our hair wet and then and oh my gosh there's uh, putting the makeup on and then
0: for movies i would think that girls showered all the time
1: yeah no i didn't but i know it was more common before a little before my time i guess i don't know we had like 10 minutes in the
0: 70s when girls were always showering that's right all right
1: yeah haven't you seen carrie I have. So, so gym teacher is tied up naked.
0: Naked. Gets drug into the shower room where Jesse's response is concern. Yeah. But n- never actually leaves the warm spray of the shower. Nope. To go do something about it. Now towels start flying on their own.
1: And rolling up. And rolling up. snapping.
0: His now bare bottom. That's right. Because his clothes ripped off by magic.
1: Clothes are gone. Hanging up in the hot shower. Getting your butt slapped by some towels.
0: And when you think that the towels are going to snap him to death, the steam rises up over Jesse. And when the steam fades, he finishes off the gym teacher.
1: Yep. We, do we see that happen, though? I don't think we do. Or
0: we do see we? the butt, but the killing is left to the our imagination. The killing is
1: left to our imagination. Although there is some blood that runs out of the shower heads. A nice touch. Uh,
0: so then J- Jesse is uh, returned to his parents.
1: By the police. By the
0: police. Said, uh, we found him wandering naked on, on the highway. So either it actually happened, like mm-hmm. it was all real. Or he was just sleepwalking without his clothes on dreaming this. And then he he goes into school and they're like, did you hear? The gym teacher was killed. And he he says, that that dream of mine may not have been a dream. I did a little naked walking last night. Mm Mm-hmm. So Lisa's concerned for him. She took it on her on herself to do a little uh, research. She did, probably with microfiche, because mm-hmm. that's how they did definitely. It back then. Yeah,
1: she gave him the microfiche printouts of the newspaper.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. then she took him to uh, the power plant where Freddy used to work.
1: Old abandoned power plant. It's like I wonder
0: where the finale of the film is going to take place. Yep. Maybe at the old abandoned power plant. Yep. Now we we dream again. And he finds himself standing over his sister's bed with no shirt and a knife glove. So now he starts uh, in his waking hours trying to stay awake through the use of coffee and caffeine pills.
1: Oh, yeah. And I did notice that in Nightmare One, the caffeine pills are called Stay Awake. Actually, it's spelled S-T-A dash awake. So it looks like Sta Awake. Not the same brand Jesse uses in this movie. It's like... It's five years later. Stay Awake's probably out of business. Yeah, they are. But this is like Stay Alert. But it's still spelled S-T-A. So what comes next?
0: Um, the pool party. Uh, at first, uh, Lisa's parents oh, yeah. are, are, are there and they're like, You kids don't get up in any trouble.
1: We're going to play old music for you and cook you some hot dogs. And then
0: the, the mom's like, Hey, husband, let's get out of here and let, let the kids do their, their thing. They're
1: kids, just let them play.
0: They go upstairs and all the kids crowd around to watch their bedroom light.
1: Waiting and like, for it?
0: Wait for it. Wait for it, and as soon as the light goes out, they
1: stupidly scream at the like, top of their yeah, lungs. Yeah, let's yeah.
0: play our rock and roll music and bring out the beers. And if, li-
1: and literally peel our clothes off. Did you see that? The the guy and the girl in the in the pool. As soon as the light goes out and everyone's and all you start
0: going for it. They
1: yeah, as, she as, takes as if, her top
0: off. Lights off just means like parents instantly fall asleep. That's right. And can't be woken up by your loud. Everyone and roll music.
1: knows that. But Jesse is Jesse having fun at the party?
0: Not so much. And then they go into uh, the cabana or pool house, just Jesse and Lisa. Oh yeah. Which uh, in 1985, uh, fresh on the heels of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. uh, Somebody
1: gonna get pregnant.
0: Like uh, Demone and (laughs) Stacy. Teens plus pool house equals sex.
1: And subsequent abortion. Unless
0: you're Jesse. And you just don't want to get into it.
1: That's right. A lot of uh, fan commentary on this has sort of talked about the fact that Jesse is like the girl in this movie. As far as traditional gender roles go. Because he's the one constantly in trouble running around from this predator. He's the one fending off the guy who's, you know, Lisa being the guy in this scenario. You know, she wants to get it on. He just can't. Nope. Um, no. He's been so, awake for
0: too many days. He's been awake
1: for too many he's days. And he's got a purple demon snake tongue that comes out of his mouth. That's right. When Once they're starting to get, to get hot and heavy.
0: yeah. Uh, her eyes are closed with pleasure. Yep. And a giant tongue comes out of his mouth.
1: Yep. And Jesse's horrified and, by this. And
0: takes off. It takes
1: like, off. I gotta go. Lisa's in tears. Why doesn't he want me? I'm, I'm pretty, aren't I?
0: Jesse runs off to look for the grounded and not party attending Grady.
1: Oh. I never thought about why he wasn't. He's uh, grounded. He's grounded.
0: Yeah. So uh, Grady just trying to get some sleep with his shirt off. Yeah. And uh, and in comes uh, Jesse complaining about uh, how he uh, is possessed i guess i'm possessed is that on the table
1: well he doesn't he explains to grady that he he thinks he killed the coach he's you know this this man wants him to die wants it wants to take over his body and have him kill people and grady's response is man what are you talking about you just had some bad dreams but very optimistic when his friend's like i need you to help me stay awake so i don't kill people and, um, which he fails at right Grady promptly lets him fall totally. asleep yep. or
0: it's like you can watch me sleep but don't you don't fall asleep
1: right
0: and he's like buddy I failing up. you on both points yeah so oh and he, he manages to get out the line uh, Jesse's like whatever you do don't fall asleep yep next comes the involuntary metamorphosis before Grady's eyes Jesse starts uh first knives start coming out from under his fingers
1: kind of a cool effect.
0: When he opens his mouth, you can kind of see Freddy in eyeball. the back of his, his, his mouth, just kind of looking around. But, yep. Uh, then he backs up against a wall so that the real puppeteering can, can take place. That's right. Which is, uh, Freddy's face just starts pushing through his-
1: His chest. His
0: chest. And then with his knife fingers, he rips open his own chest. Oh! and then freddie just sort of steps out fully formed
1: all the while grady's trying to get the hell out of the room
0: one of Freddy's powers is to make sure doors stay shut that's right and then uh Freddy, uh kills his first teen
1: yeah very late in this film
0: back at the pool party
1: oh we're all still having a good time oh wait
0: party's still raging and then in comes a guy covered in blood
1: that's right saying
0: lisa i did it i killed grady
1: he admits to it. He says, I killed Grady. I killed the coach. Does she call the cops and run away? No. Let me no. get a diary. That's right.
0: Let me get this Let's diary. Let's do
1: some research, buddy. We're going to figure this out together because I love you. Well, she doesn't say she loves me yet. No, that's important. She'll say it when it really counts.
0: So then, uh-oh, time to turn into Freddy again. And instead of getting a big metamorphosis, this time he just kind of like, oh, no, changing. And then he ducks behind a piano. And then when he comes up,
1: Freddie! Freddy! Freddy! Yeah, no more special effects.
0: Who, who chases uh, Lisa around the house. First, she throws like a sweater at him. Yeah. Which he takes the time to defend himself from.
1: Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, He also, Robert England has some fun uh, with knocking things off of tables in this movie. He or, or shelves. Like, he's in, you know, the rich people's house. He literally just grabs a shelf full of things and knocks them to the floor. And then later at the pool party, in a moment when he shows up there, he, he knocks a table, like, just knocks everything off a table. He's like, I'm just wrecking this It's chart. a show of his, you know, aggressiveness! I'm gonna start
0: busting up furniture. That's right. Okay, so, uh, after a tussle with Lisa, he then, um, bursts through a uh, glass door mm-hmm. only to disappear. Only to reappear several feet away. Yep. So Elm Street 2, much like Superman 2, now he's got powers that you really didn't know he had before.
1: Right. And that he never really displays again, does he? Nope. nope. Just
0: kind of a one-time only thing.
1: Yeah. He shows up to a, to a party full of fully awake teenagers. Everybody's awake and they can all see this crazy monster.
0: And like uh, Superman and Superman 2 has some teleportation skills that he never talked about before. Nope. So now he just sort of herds the kids. Yeah. Just just to stick them all in one corner. The grill starts shooting fire. The pool is boiling. pool is boiling, so you can't go in the pool. So in this scene, I lose track of the body count because kids are running unsurprisingly. There's some stabbing being done. Mm-hmm. There's fire. He kind of gets them all in one corner and he just goes, You are all my children now. And then one guy tries to talk to him and he's like, Yeah, hey, buddy. Hey man, it's all right. Let's just talk. And he's like, All right, stab.
1: Yeah, don't be a hero.
0: So uh, how do they all get out of that?
1: He, Freddie Freddy's I I He Freddie sees walks, Lisa walks, takes Oh, Freddie off. walks into a bush and disappears.
0: He sees Lisa. Yeah. And, and then he's and like, walks
1: into a walks into a bush, and the dad goes, "Well, where did it go?" And Lisa gets a look on her face, like, "I bet I know where he went." But she doesn't say that and then just turns around and runs. Presumably she understands he's headed out to the old abandoned power
0: plant. Not the old abandoned power plant. So basically he's got all these kids he wants to kill and his heart's not in it. No. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go see if all my old stuff is still at the power plant. (laughs) So she goes to the power plant all by herself, believing this is where she can find Freddy. Slash Jessie. She's right. First, she comes across Rottweilers with a baby face.
1: That is the most simple and hilarious effect. They're they're just wearing masks. Good and creepy. Dogs with baby faces. Although, as scared as Lisa is and she bravely walks right by them, I'm kind of like, well, their mouths aren't moving. How are they going to bite you or anything? The worst part
0: about the Rottweiler has been replaced with baby. Yeah. Which is the teeth.
1: It's creepy enough imagery-wise, but what's it really going to do? It's a mask that ain't moving.
0: Okay, then she combats uh, Freddy or Jesse.
1: This girl is brave.
0: And Freddy's like, he's mine now. And she's like, but I love him. Shut up. No, I love him.
1: And then saved with a kiss.
0: Yes. Jesse
1: is saved with a kiss.
0: Freddy weakens. She kisses Freddy. She kisses him. So a second time in one night, somebody does not want to make out with her. That's right. First in the cabana, now in the abandoned power plant. He resists her.
1: And somehow...
0: Freddy catches on fire because she has a scorching case of herpes. Nice. And so he catches on fire and then there's just like a burnt Freddy. But inside of Freddy, uh, Jesse's just like, somebody let me out of here and kind of bursts through.
1: So at the end of this movie, we understand apparently there are two ways you can defeat Freddy. From the first film, you have to not believe in him and be brave and take away his power by being strong of mind. And setting up some traps. And setting up some, you know, homemade booby traps. And then the other way that Lisa teaches us is, you just have to show, love is well, more powerful than evil, right?
0: But like with all Nightmare on Elm Street movies, her mm. love was powerful enough to stop him, but not get rid of him permanently. Because oh God, the next no. day, despite owning a car, he's back riding a bus. And then the, uh, the horny best friend is like, that was a great party. Yep. Which leads you to wonder, was she drunk? I could have sworn a bunch of people died, but you're yeah, saying it's a great party. You're
1: saying we're all better now. Lisa hey, says, "Let's just not talk about it."
0: Let's just ride on this bus, and then uh, it's like this bus is going too fast.
1: Oh no! And then, not again.
0: Yeah, and then they're like, "No, it's not." He's like, "Oh, maybe it's not." Oh, wait, it is. And then with probably the same footage as before, they drive into the desert. They jump from Springwood into Palmdale, and ha, uh, ha. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Would you recommend this movie?
1: Oh, yeah. What about you?
0: Yes. Uh, I'd say that the best way to see it is part of a double feature. Part one for legitimately scary.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then part two is sort of like something fun. Before, heal before heal you
1: your wounds before you try to go to bed. Yeah. yeah. Don't,
0: don't, don't just try to go to bed on, on part one.
1: You can sleep again.
0: Or if, if you're hosting a, uh, a movie night. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I want to show people Nightmare on Elm Street. That's a classic. What else should I show? They could uh, use
1: some laughs after Nightmare that. Nightmare
0: on Elm Street too. Good for some chuckles.
1: Mm -hmm. From what I can tell from the uh, internet research I've done and from my own personal experience, I mean, people actually love this movie uh, for its camp value. But why, you know, we love actually being scared in horror movies. Why do we love horror movies that don't gel in the really scary way, but they're so ridiculous? Why why do we accept outrageous mediocrity and in fact enjoy that almost as much as something that was really scary? There isn't a huge cult following for bad biopics, but for bad horror movies, people love awkward screams. Just horribly delivered lines, uh, storylines that don't work, things that are ridiculous. We just love, we love it. We love it for its own value. And I wonder why horror movies are unique in that way. If you're a comedy, you need to be funny to be loved, you know. But um, horror movies don't have to be scary all the time to be universally kind of welcomed. I think that's interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, and I'm glad for it because I yeah. have to hinge a podcast on it. That's right. <laughs> Um, uh, we'd love to hear from you for any comments or questions. You can reach us at boys and ghouls on Twitter or email us at uh and at gmail.com.
1: We also have a Tumblr account. It's, uh, the dot
0: because just regular boys and ghouls at Tumblr was taken by somebody else, <gasps> but I did manage to secure boys and ghouls dot So, uh, check in with our blog and our Tumblr and our Twitter or just send us a message at our Gmail, boys and ghouls.
1: So many ways to contact us and tell us all the reasons why we were boring and or wrong and or awesome.
0: We can improve. <laughs> we can improve.
1: So, until next time, beware the moon.
0: Beware.
1: Beware. 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 beware.